Black Friday on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is powered by We Energies. Energy you can depend on. It's our favorite black businesses. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. That's right, you heard the man. Yes, this is Black Friday, powered by We Energies. Welcome back to Two Pitos with DC and Telly for our number two. And DC, before we get to our guests, I gotta say, it's already been a bombshell. What? That's what we do. And we've got we've got a ton, a ton of smoke or heat. I would prefer to say on the YouTube, the YouTube message board. They, they have a lot of thoughts about the interview. Uh, Barbara Smith on the YouTube message board says, we have had a president confined to a wheelchair. One of our most popular presidents was nearly disabled due to back pain disease. So Biden's physical abilities as an older man is not an issue to me. And uh, in terms of the confined to a wheelchair president, that would be for those that uh, are not familiar with our previous presidents. That would be Franklin D. Roosevelt and the president with the back pain issues, uh, John F. Kennedy, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. I, you know, I, I will just say this. You know, Franklin D. Roosevelt was known for uh, during the oh, I think it was the World War Two. Um, He was very diplomatic in terms of his support for atomic bombs. And if you've seen the movie Oppenheimer, which I recommend y'all see because it's great. I loved it. It's long, but it's, it's very informative. You know, different times call for different type of leadership. And for me, Barbara, in this current state of the union, or as we also know as the Republic or the United States of America, And when you have also, Barbara, think about it. When President Roosevelt and President Kennedy were in office, you didn't have social media. You didn't have 24-hour news. You didn't have a lot of access and visibility. So for him to be, excuse me, confined to a wheelchair and for President Kennedy to suffer from major back pain and had multiple surgeries, we as the voting Americans, we didn't see a lot of that. We just read the news. We listened to the radio. So now that you've added on the component of where we have access to our presidents in ways that we've never had before in terms of seeing how they engage day to day, et cetera. I, I think you're kind of, I think that's kind of comparing apples to oranges because how the American yeah. people see yeah. the presidents engage with the presidents now is not the same as it was when president Roosevelt was in office, like in the you know forties and president Kennedy was in office during the sixties. And by the way, as Mr. Harrison uh, stated, And Telly, we've had this conversation before. The president, as far as my top five, that gets stuff done, one of them was Lyndon B. Johnson. I've said that over and over and over again. I saw your face when uh, he said that name. Man, what? I was like, see? (laughs) And you know, it's like we... we, He brought you back. After the shape comment, he brought you back with that one. Well, just like, you know, my, my brother, one of our value listeners, Thomas Tucker, was saying, you know, like, why... Are we comparing or no, that wasn't the comment. Hold on. Let me, let me get it. It was, um, Oh, the British have never had problems with the queen's age. And I was like, that's again, comparing apples to oranges. We're, we're not talking about the church of England. We're talking about either like we could compare the prime minister, but not the Royal British monarchy. So this is important. Why we yeah. got to continue to have these conversations and increase our awareness and our knowledge. 
It's very, very important. Yes, because if And, Denise, yeah. what a great segue because uh, you want to talk about increasing our knowledge about everything, not just politics, but about nutrition and everything. And, again, just to pick up where we left off yesterday's show, we were talking about uh, how the several stores were selling um, uh, expired foods and things of that nature. And I went into my Rolodex. Uh, do people still have black books? I don't know. But uh, I went into and I reached out to a friend and we're joined live by Patrick Muhammad, who is a black farmer in Georgia. Hey, hey, good morning. And talk to you, Patrick. Brother? Man, I'm doing fine. Uh, it's an honor to be on your show. And, and DT, I don't know if you know this, but he's smooth and he has poise in these interviews. But this young man had the smoothest crossover. And his release was so awesome. The brother never got rattled. So I watch his I interviews it. now. And, and look at the younger version, and I'm just marveled at at what he has become. So, you know, East St. Louis, you know, we we're proud of our our citizens and what we do. And he's just a, a stellar example uh, of being a, a model young man. So I'm proud of you, buddy. Good to be on your Aww, show. Oh, I love this. Thank you so and much, I'm... Patrick. I appreciate that. And I ain't even pay him to say that, DT. Ain't that bad? <laughs> Not at all, uh, not Patrick, at all. I appreciate you sharing that because as I'm continuing to get to know Telly, my first impression was like, he's an L7, but Telly is one of my favorite people on earth and I'm learning so much from him. So when I hear other people who have experienced Telly as a friend, brother, et cetera, it's always nothing but love. So thank you for just further uh, adding to his already great reputation. Um, so, so Telly, you know, I'm excited. I just want to sit back. And, and listen and understand. I'm sure Truth Nation does too. By the way, if y'all have questions, because Patrick is about to drop some gems, if you have questions mm-hmm. or whatever questions you have, the Truth and Talk Talk text line is 833-212-1017. Well, Patrick, I'm going to get straight to it. And you could just take us to uh, our your plight to becoming a farmer. I recall when you went to school, you went to Kentucky State, and then mm-hmm. you got into education, you were a principal, and then next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're a farmer. Tell us That's the, right. the, the, right. you know, the process it took to get to where you are now. A- absolutely, um, you all. And if my Wi-Fi is wonky, just let me know. But I'm, I'm actually sitting in a conference now. I have 50 black farmers behind me. And we're in a conference about estate planning. And that's so apropos if you think about it. The reason I got into farming is in East St. Louis, we were protected from the realities of the world. Yes, it was tough. Yes, the conditions weren't ideal, but we knew nothing other than what we had. So it was perfect for us. And so as I began to travel and I went to Kentucky and I was like, what all this grass like, (laughs) and all these animals and I began to look at people's properties and realize that these children are growing up on 30, 40, 50 acre properties that were passed down to them in generations. And so they had a 
a jump start to where all of us have to get at the starting blocks. We run our race. There's no relay. You know, our parents don't pass us anything. We got to go back and start all over. I wanted to learn how can I um, pass on to the next generation a head start. And so it's, it's funny as we talk about the presidents, I was thinking about uh, Trump during this time. And I started studying white wealth. And as studying white wealth, a large percentage of their wealth came and comes from farmland. Mm. And so at that point, I said, how can I acquire land? Now, at this point, you know, we lived in Atlanta, lived in decent housing. And, you know, I'm working to get that man cave, you know, so I could put up, you know, uh, uh, pictures of Kobe in uh, being interviewed by Telly and hang it up. And, you know, I'm looking for that ideal man cave stuff. Right. And in that, uh, I realized that I couldn't pass down my children, my principal's parking space. My father told me one day, he said, son. As soon as you out there, they'll have another principal the next day. You got to get something you can leave your children. And so I went on a quest to uh, look for land. And by God's grace, my home in <clears throat> East St. Louis probably had a 30-foot backyard. My wife and I purchased a farm with 31 acres with no experience. Okay. Now, we were that family that we couldn't even keep the plant alive that you got from the funeral that they give you that's just going to stay alive. Like, we even killed that plant, right? <laughs> <laughs> we had dogs that the pound had picked up. Right, so we didn't, we didn't have that experience. But we moved to 31 acres with no experience, you all. And now I would not change it for the world. My children have raised cattle, sheep, horses, chicken, bees. Um, I, I pick vegetables from the garden. During, during COVID, we didn't have to go to the grocery store. Man. I had pounds, pounds of lamb and beef in the freezer and veggies inside the garden. And so the quality of life that we live now is priceless. And since 2014, we purchased it. We have helped over 22 families, Black families, move from the subdivision to live on farms. Listen to that, DT. I, I'm over <laughs> here taking notes, making my grocery list in terms of what I'm about to grow. Now, so, <laughs> Brother Muhammad, I got to ask you this, because I know a lot of listeners, they're, they're intrigued by this ability, because one of the key phrases that you stated was, we started from scratch. Mm -hmm. As we are as we're reporting more about food insecurities in this country and where you have grocery stores that are selling, not donating, but selling expired food. They have food that they're selling that has been surrounded by, you know, rodents and mice feces, et cetera. What yeah. what what are some of the conversations that you're hearing when you talk to fellow farmers, especially black mm -hmm. farmers that are are producing food that's ultimately going to these grocery stores. What are you hearing? DT, um, I want to take us back just for a moment. Telly and I Please. grew up enjoying Chinese food. But Telly yeah. and I cannot tell you, we can't even tell you who worked inside the place. They had this little bitty... <laughs> 
Then they would slide yeah. the food out to the glass proof slide it. Yeah. Glass proof, right? And oh so in I'm our community, that. listen to this, DT, in our community, that became acceptable as quality food. Mm. So we didn't look or desire anything different because that was acceptable. So now the grocery stores that they put inside of our communities, that food that we're getting, that's that's displayed for immediate purchase is five, six, seven months old. And it's the reject food that has come from the big box stores. So the cancer and the diabetes that we're suffering in our community mm. is because we don't get the best quality. We get the worst quality. And when we want to splurge, we go to fast food. Right. We're a mm. drive through generation. So one of the challenges, DT and Telly, is our generation don't cook. Right. We we Uber Eats, uh, 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 DoorDash it. You know, we don't even have pots and pans. You know, we got microwave meals. And so now you talk about farmers who are using their blood, sweat and tears to grow quality food. But our people don't even know what to do with it when they get it because they have mm. not been in the kitchen and learning and studying under grandmama and passing down recipes and knowing what a, a pinch means of this and a tablespoon of this and a sprinkle of it. They don't know that. They know unwrap it, slide it in the microwave, put that bad boy on five minutes and 45 seconds, hit start and do something else. Get on your social media and pull it out and eat it. No, that's not quality food. And so we have to first do a change and change the palate and the diet of our community so that now we can appreciate the food. Now, during the pandemic, I want us to realize that every grocery store only has three days of food. Mm. So during the pandemic, when the truck stopped, there was only three days of food inside of those stores. So anytime, like in Atlanta, we had an ice storm, you all, it was not like in Illinois or Wisconsin. We had like a, a inch. It shut down the city for two weeks, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure, right? And so you don't have the food on storage. So if we don't have deep freezers in our homes anymore, mm. the chest freezer that grandmama had that she can pull yes. out and have, uh, give you she can give you Thanksgiving dressing in July. <laughs> we don't we don't even we don't even purchase stuff like that anymore. Well, Patrick, so, I got yeah, to interject yeah. because I know you're busy. We got a question on the Truth Talking text line, okay. which is 833-212-1017. Patrick, my question, and this comes from Kim. Kim asked, Patrick, okay. my question is, what can I use for pest control against the bugs that eat my greens and the chipmunks that eat my strawberries? Great question. <laughs> oh, that's a phenomenal question. And as you see on my shirt, it says, doctor, scientist, pharmacist, and farmer, right? And yes. so we have to be all of that. <laughs> and so let me give you some of my my scientists uh, that I learned from uh, Dunbar Elementary. OK, so uh, to keep the pest away. So anything with an exoskeleton, OK, you can use Epsom salt and water, right, because they don't like salt. So you can use that on there. You can get fishy motion and you can go to Walmart, get you some fishy motion. You're going to dilute it in the water and you're going to spray that on your plants once a month. That smell is going to keep the chipmunks and the deers away. Uh, you also can plant something called borage, it's B-O-R-A-G-E. And that's going to attract the beneficial pest that's going to eat those pests that's bothering your cabbage and et cetera. 
Um, these are things that I've learned in just these 10 years, but it's a joy being able to give it back because I know the only way that we can improve our community is we got to give away information free. So tell that caller whatever she needs, I can help. She can go to yourfaithforums.com and I can definitely help you out. She can go where? You want to repeat that one more time? Because I know a lot of people are going to have questions for you. Sure. It's yourfaithforms, with an S, at, at uh, dot com. Yourfaithforms.com. Yourfaithforms.com. Yes, ma'am. We stepped out on We're faith, DT. Uh, <laughs> we had no experience. <laughs> yeah, we're joined by Patrick Muhammad, my friend and farmer in Georgia. And Patrick, we appreciate you so much for joining us. And 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 on such short notice, uh, it's so great to catch up with you. And and when I get back down to yeah. Atlanta, I'm about to come by the farm. I absolutely have to come Please. by the farm and check it out. Please come, come, come by the farm. We we too old for crossovers, but we could go ride a horse and take a, a, a ride and go. <laughs> yeah, we can. Hey, we can we can ride some horses and talk about those days. <laughs> yes, sir. it's it's an honor. Uh, and and I'll leave you with this, uh, DT. Thank you for allowing me. And brother Telly, I love you, man. Keep making us proud. It's nothing that brings more joy than to see a fellow brother in East St. Louis and doing good work. Because you are a good man, and I'm proud of you, brother. Oh, I'm gonna cry! Oh, brother, I'm gonna and I cry. love you too. I love it. Absolutely. Take Thank care. you so much, Patrick Muhammad. Everyone, man, we got to get Patrick on more often, man. He makes me feel man. really good about myself. But, uh, but you know, I, what Patrick, I what I love. Again, thank you so much. What I love, Telly, though, is that I'm seeing more and more black men publicly love each other, and that's so important, especially for our younger black boys that you know see that. I love that when black men publicly show love and even use the words, I love you, brother. Man, that just, I'm done for the rest of the day, y'all. I'm going to go out here and just celebrate. The weekend is here. Now, we, <laughs> no, look, y'all, we're bringing Patrick y'all. Patrick has always been a good dude. <laughs> yes, he, we can't, I can't wait for you to go visit him. I'm going to definitely hit him up when next time I'm in Atlanta. Now, we also, y'all, you know today is Friday. Today is Black Power Friday, powered by We Energies where we rooting for everybody that's a black business owner. And right now we have a young lady on the line. Her name is Deanna and that is the doula trainer. And so she is a professional trained doula in childbirth. And I don't know if you're familiar or not, but when you speak about other issues that impact black people in this country, uh, childbirth, there is uh, a lot of, a, a lot of going on issues going on in terms of our babies are being born in hospitals and within a matter of moments are mysteriously dying. And so there's been an increase. And call it in what aware- it is, DT. What it is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening more among black black women. I'm sorry to yes. interrupt you, but I mean, no, you that's, have to get that's that real. Out. That's real. That's real. You're right. So good morning, Deanna. You are live with DT and Telly on Truth Be Told. We are so glad to have you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you all this morning? We are great. We are so happy to have you here because, you know, there's a lot of terms, household terms and these buzz terms. But like Telly had said, this, I would say, pandemic that is impacting black women that are birthing black babies in hospitals Doulas are getting more and more popular. I watched a documentary recently, so 
Deanna, can you first just let us as Truth Nation know, what is a doula? What do you do? And why has there been so much increase, especially in our community, with working with doulas as part of childbirth? Sure, for sure. So doulas were trained professionals who provide non-clinical, emotional, physical, and informative support to birthing people before, during, and after labor. Um, so the hype now around us is because doulas have become popular. I like to call it reclaiming what was already ours. We mm-hmm. have already been the midwives. We have already been the doulas. Now there's just a technical name put to it. Doulas um, are trained, as I said, we work in hospital, we work in birth centers, we work at home. You may have an aunt, a cousin, or a friend that has been working as a doula in the family, somebody that has always been called when your cousin is in labor or your aunt is in labor. She has been the doula. She has been there by your side. She has been talking you through, walking you through. Now we are professionally training women uh, and uh, men to become doulas so that we can help with this disproportionate care that we're receiving in the healthcare systems. We need to advocate for our people. I love it. I love it. Now, are you where are you based at, Deanna? Because it sounds like you're, you're, are you local. Okay, perfect. The reason why I ask is because what are you seeing in terms of the increase of families reaching out to you and saying, we would much rather work with you as our doula than going to the hospital and having a traditional childbirth process? Is that increasing here in Milwaukee? What are some of the specific issues that that you're witnessing from clients? So number one, I'm witnessing the fact that there's a lack of women of color that are trained as doulas. That's why I stepped into the trainer role. We have to increase the workforce of doulas. We have to increase the BIPOC number of doulas here, not only just African-American doulas, but Spanish-speaking doulas as well. We can't forget about them, the Latinx community, that they're suffering right along with us Black doulas and Black women. Um, and we're getting more attention because the awareness is being is being sought out. Now that providers mm-hmm. are seeing that in hospitals, they don't have to give as much attention to the birthing person because they have a doula. The nurses are seeing that they don't have to give as much attention to the birthing person. We are being welcomed into hospital systems now. We're, we're the bridge between conventional medicine and alternative medicine. So people can actually reach out to you, Deanna, and say, hey, I'm expecting to go into labor in May. Can we start the process? Can you be in the room? Is, is that how does that work? Because I know there's a lot of listeners right now. that are saying, hey, I will not only want to learn more, but I'd much rather have someone who looks like me in the room with the nurses. So that I know that me and my child, my newborn child are getting the health care that they deserve, the quality health care they deserve. Yes. So not only am I a trainer, but I am the director and founding member of Wisconsin Doula for Color Collective. So we just trained in April 25 more black women and, and I'll say women of color um, to become doulas. So I have a wonderful pool of doulas who have been trained, who are ready and open and able to receive clients. What we do is we will do at least two to three prenatals with you. That's us getting to know you, your family, your likes your dislikes, 
um, a bit about your medical history. We're there for the full labor delivery and we're there for your postpartum as well. Where were you, Deanna, about 28 <laughs> years ago? My goodness. See, but, you know, but for real, Deanna, this this is why this station is so important because black folks like you, you would say things like doula and I'd be like, what's a doula? I'm just trying to go to this hospital and have this baby. And so let me ask you this. Speaking of postpartum, uh, how do you I'm sorry, you're one of those people, too? I'm one of those people. Yeah, I didn't know what a doula was. <laughs> this is incredible because, you know, we, we need to have. Here's the thing, Deanna, what I love about you and, and thank you first and foremost for your commitment to caring and nurturing women who are traditionally marginalized during the, one of the most, if not the most significant uh, decisions and process of their life. And that's pregnancy, birth and postpartum. You know, it's like black, yes. black folks. One thing we do, Deanna, is that I will say this about our community. One of the great things that we do, one of the many great things is that we surround as a community. We, we rally around the new family. We help them. However, we know that there are certain things that, that just are part of our, our capabilities. And so can you just really quick before we let you go, we know you're busy. As the child oh, is born, no. what are some of the things that you help women and even families as part of guiding them through those early weeks and months with the new baby? Well, number one, the first thing that we do as soon as the baby is born is that golden hour, that good skin to skin, um, and not cleaning the baby. No bathing right away. Let's get that good skin to skin, that contact, because studies have shown that that golden hour is called the golden hour for a purpose. That's when mom and baby bond the most. And that's when mom's milk will start to uh, let down. So we want to initiate breastfeeding. We want to initiate the full family being involved in this process. Yes, we're there to advocate, to support, to coach the birthing person, but this is a family orientated um, sacred work that we're doing, right? So we need to ensure that the siblings are being introduced to baby properly. Mm. That, you know, if you have a cat or a dog, right? That the cat or dog isn't being jealous. And so do this, we do a lot. We coach the entire family through this process of welcoming this newborn. Um, as far as birth doulas, we do about two postpartum visits to ensure that mom and baby are bonding well, the family is working well as a unit. And then we do have what's called postpartum doulas. Postpartum doulas go more in-depth. They help with the cooking, the cleaning. Um, we have, which I use still to this day, some. I have a great herbalist that puts together a nice herb bath for mom so she can soak and have time to herself and start the healing process. Because it really takes about a full year to recuperate from a birth. Not the good six to eight weeks and then you're back to work. Um, right. So we have... <laughs> yeah, so we have a whole system, and I train on birthing and postpartum. Deanna, I could speak with you, and I'm sure Truth Nation agrees. We could have this conversation all all day. So please, please, Deanna, please let me know that you'll come back to the show for me and Telly because there's so many benefits of working, or I shouldn't say partnering with a doula as part of birth and postpartum. And so we're going to continue to invite you to come back so we can learn more about the benefits of working or partnering with a doula as part of childbirth. Deanna Tharp, Director of Operations at Wisconsin 
doulas of color collective deanna thank you so much we appreciate you and we will be reaching out to have you come back thank you so much again thank you enjoy the rest of your day you too all right y'all that was deanna tharp bye-bye have a great day deanna tharp director of operations Kelly, could, could this show get any better? We didn't talk to the chair of the Democratic <laughs> National Committee. We didn't have black, a black farmer on here teaching us. And then we also had a director of a Wisconsin doula organization. What, what could we do to get any better? You know, we're not the type of people <laughs> to say, we told you so. But we told you this was going to be a big show today. <laughs> we, we did, and we're bringing it. And look, Ben said... Telly hit. So, Ben, your wish is my command. When we come back from break, y'all, it's Friday. You already know what that means. Truth telling hits with Telly. And, y'all, I don't know if Telly's going to be able to keep up his six for six victory as he did last week. But this theme, come on, man. It's easy. Y'all know what time it is. It's Super Bowl week. Super Bowl is this Sunday. And the half. Ursha baby is our theme. So stay tuned. Y'all we come back. We're going to play telly six randomly selected Ursha baby hits. Telly. All he has to do is name the title of the song. That's it. That's all. I made it so easy for telly. Cause he's been just doing everything this week. So telly, no pressure. When we come back, truth telling hits with telly special edition, Ursha baby segment. Stay tuned. <laughs> More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Telly Hughes may be a two-time Emmy Award-winning broadcaster, but does he know his classic black music? We will find out now as DT will put Telly's black music knowledge to the test with truth-telling hits on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Let's see what you got. You heard the man. It's truth-telling hits with Telly. We should add that as part of the intro. What do you think, Telly? <laughs> I think it'll change every week if you try to. <laughs> I know, right? Look, Truth Nation, it's that time, y'all. Every Friday, we test Telly's black card. Let's get to it. This week, our theme is, of course, as we get into Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl halftime performer Usher Baby. So we're going to play a series of six Usher songs. All you got to do, Telly, is just let Truth Nation, let us know what song it is. That's it. Can you handle that, Telly? Right. It's so easy. All you have to do I'm is give us. give it a Herculean try. <laughs> now, some of these songs, Usher is featured. So if you can, as a bonus, if you can say, hey, oh, that was blank, blank featuring Usher and the name of the song, that's how you'll get your bonus this week. Is that cool? All right. It's going to have to be. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go, Truth Nation. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Help your brother Telly out so he can keep his black card. Song number one, Ben. Let's give it to him. I do it for the ladies. 
I gotta keep it hood. Where we at, Polo? Hey! I see you, Ryan. Don't keep me right. We just get started. All right, that's enough. Yeah, man. That's it. What you got, Telly? Love in the club. Hey, I want to make love in the the club. club? I'm sorry? This or the? I I, I need you to be confident in your your answer. So what is your answer? (laughs) Be confident. Don't say it with a question mark. There you go. Love is is this club. My final answer. Well, Ben Ben gave you a ding, so I, if you got a ding from Ben, then we're going to move on. You got your one-for-one, one, Telly. All right, let's go. Song number two. Yo, I ain't seen you in a minute. But I got something hey. to Listen. See the thing about you that my eye is the same thing that makes me change. All right, Ben. See, Ben. Ben's in a good mood because he's giving you way too. Uh, ben, ten seconds or less, brother. Shoot. God, I know the hook. You remind me. I need you to say it with confidence. You keep saying it with a question mark. Is that your final answer? All right, Ben, he said, you got a ding. You got it. You got it, Telly. That's right. You remind me. You remind me of a girl. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait till the halftime show. Boy, I'm going to be like a little girl up I'm, on the screen. I'm, I'm really trying to figure out now, DT, how is he going to, like, what songs are he going to pick? <laughs> right? I mean, his catalog. That's so it, many. It, man, yes, look. All I know is that I'm going to be glued to the television. That's all I can say. I can't wait because he never misses. <laughs> ever, 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 ever misses. All right, y'all. Usher Baby song number three. Hope that you're fine when I know what you got in mind tonight. Got me feeling like you to see, girl. I can't leave you alone. Take a shot of this here Patron and it's going to be on. VIP, we got way too crowded. All right, Ben. That's it. What you got? Now, now let me just tell you this. If you want to get a bonus, if you want to get a bonus, because this was a song that featured Usher. All right. Don't have the title, but that was a Lil Jon song featuring Usher. And who else? One other rapper. Friends. Is Lovers and Friends? Yep. Who who else? You said you said I'm Little John. Lovers and friends. Uh, okay. Little John Usher and uh, Ludacris, right? Hey, you got the bonus. Let's it was go. A rapper, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, last, well, I don't know. Luda is a rapper yeah, and actor. Right. You hey you telling? Uh, <laughs> you are winning. You are doing a phenomenal job. Uh, on the Truth Talking text line, Dwayne says, "I got your back, Mister T." The Truth Talk and Text Line is 833-212-1017. I don't know, y'all. Telly's doing pretty good. He may not need us today. Well, y'all today, because you know I'm trying to make sure he misses one. But it looks like he's going to be on another winning streak. Here we go. Ursher Baby. So, Dwayne, you can have my back, but you can also get some answers now. Like, I mean, (laughs) 
if you've been listening no. to this show, it ain't always been six for six. So <laughs> no, it hasn't. And I'm gonna yeah. tell you right now, next Friday, I'm I'm gonna go in the vault next Friday. But this week I'm gonna keep it light and easy. Boy. Song Usher Baby song number four. She was dancing sexy, pop, 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 and drop, and drop, and low. Never, ever has a lady hit me on the first yeah. Oh, these are favorites. This was just like dynamite. What you got? OMG. MG. <sighs> what you think, Ben? <laughs> what does OMG stand for? What do you think? That's the name. What's it stand for? I'm with Ben. You were asked a question by the jury. What does it mean? My God. Oh, my goodness. Uh-uh-uh. Usher got in trouble, so he had to rechange it to, oh, my gosh. Because people were saying you can't say the Lord's name in vain. So it's, oh, my gosh. But you know what? You said OMG. Ben, should we give it to him? Look at you, Telly. About that other controversy. Yeah, I didn't know about the gosh and God controversy. I just knew yeah. it as OMG the whole time. So that's why that's why I'm here, Telly. That's why I'm here. I'm here for you. I told you when it comes to music and entertainment, I am your I am your TMZ Entertainment Tonight <laughs> and Inside Edition. All right, here we go. Ursha Baby, song number five. <laughs> You would think that she know me. Hey, all right. Uh, what we got? DG, you you are making it easy for me this week. <laughs> I'm making it really easy. Is is yeah with Lil John and Ludacris? Yep. Hey, you get a bonus bonus for that. Hey, let that ride, Ben. Hey, what what? Did I tell you? Is he Did I tell going you, Telly? Freaking perform. Usher, he has hits after hits. Like, this is just six songs of his, like, when I looked at his catalog, I was like, you got to be kidding me. How am I supposed to select six songs? I, I, I would be shocked, though, if he doesn't perform Yeah on Sunday. I'd be shocked because that was, like, one of his main anthems. So, are you ready for your yeah, last? But he had a lot of other main anthems. Look, I didn't even bring out the slow jams because, you know, look, I'm just trying to help y'all Truth Nation because if you play nice and slow, it's over. You're not going to the <laughs> It's over. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. in trouble. You're not. You're in trouble. All right. <laughs> here we go, y'all. Final Ursher Baby song, Truth Nation. If you need to help Telly out, the Truth Talk and text line is 833-212-1017. You can also watch Telly Sweat Bullets by going to our YouTube channel, 101.7 The Truth. Here we go. Last Ursha Baby song, Telly, bring it home. Get that unanimous win. Song number six. Here we go. Are you serious? How you know? Put that on everything. Damn. I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. Every time I was in L.A., I was with my ex-girlfriend. Every time you called, I told you, baby, I'm working. Oh, All right, Ben. You giving him too much, man. All right, what we got? I, I don't know. You, he could have probably played that whole song, and it would have taken me the whole time to try and make a guess. But uh, Oh, my God. It's like one of his – It's like Lamar Jackson. 
You gonna go out like this, Telly? I'll be the unanimous winner. You gonna go out like this? I'll go with confessions. Go with confessions. Uh, somebody, I don't know somebody helped you. Somebody helped you because you were like, I don't know what this is. You can play the whole song, and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go with confessions. Somebody helped you. Hold on, let me look at the truth talking text line. I wasn't even looking at it. Who who said mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Let I'm me looking look. for okay. it now. Was it on the YouTube message board? No, nobody said anything, but it is Confessions. And Ben, I want to say it was Confessions Part 1, because that's when he got the phone call. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, it was so many, like, parts that, yeah. These are my confessions. I was confessions. thinking Part 1 was the one where he was like, these are my confessions. He went up the other. Like, yeah, wasn't I'm- that the first one? Now, fun fact about that song, a lot of people thought that that was a song that he wrote when he was dating Chili from TLC. No, 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 no. That was actually Jermaine Dupree. That song was written by Jermaine Dupree, produced by Jermaine Dupree, performed by Usher, but it was a Jermaine Dupree situation, an entanglement where he asked Usher to perform. But yeah, that was that was Jermaine. And I don't know if that was about Janet because, you know, him and Janet. Uh, dated and she let everybody know the reason why me and JD <laughs> broke up is because he didn't know how to be be a gentleman. He was out here in these streets. So I can't wait for Super Bowl. I can't wait for all the surprise performances and guests that he's going to have on the stage with him. But I'm telling y'all right now, Usher, I am confident that his performance this Sunday is going to be one of the top five Super Bowl halftime performances of all time. I'm declaring that now. Because that man is blessed, gifted, talented, all that. That is a that is a great prediction. And another thing that I know is going to happen, sing it. What? My theme music going to break. Oh, Lord. Get ben, right please give Telly. You, you, you got five right. So you still keep your black card, but it wasn't unanimous. Look at me. And it was easy. Go on and play his theme music, Ben. My goodness. Yeah, it wasn't unanimous. But just like Lamar Jackson. It was only, he missed one vote from being unanimous NFL MVP, but he's still the MVP. <laughs> well, there you go. There's your theme music, Truth Nation. It's Friday, y'all. Let us go ahead and let Telly get his moment. Here we go. We even let it ride for a little bit. Great. (laughs) That's all we get. Look, we gave you like 30 whole seconds of your theme music. You're like, that's great. All the truth talk. All the truth talking text line, which is 833 I thought it was going to go to break with it. <laughs> nah, nah, because I, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you knew, look, your theme music. Can we pick a news? No, that's your theme music. All right, y'all. When we come back, we're going to get into our final, our final segment, Super Bowl predictions. And then, of course, when we wrap up for today, we're going to give you our truth of the matter. So coming up, Super Bowl predictions who do you think is going to win we want to hear from you 833-212-1017 you're listening to the best morning show on planet earth truth be told with dt and telly we'll be back more of truth be told with dt and telly is next on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017 the truth.com
It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. All right, Truth Nation, it is Super Bowl weekend, and the big game, the big dance is this Sunday taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada. So I know it's already going down. Now, as far as my predictions, I'm going to keep a real truth nation. My truth is I really don't care because my team ain't playing. But I will say this, Telly, <laughs> breaking news. If you have not already heard, I got to give my brother, Devin Hester, a huge shout out as he enters the class of 2024 Hall of Fame. Devin Hester, flash! My boo, my baby, we miss you so much at the Bears, but congratulations. That's huge. I knew you was going to make it, Devin. We miss you so much. My boo, Flash. All right, that's it. That's all I got to say, Telly. You got the mic about Super Bowl because I don't care. All I'm, right, I'm just going to go. I'll make it real quick. I'll, I'll make it real quick. I'm going to go with Kansas City. And whenever you doubt a champion and they continue to win, can't go against them because they're going to continue to prove you wrong. Patrick Mahomes has shown that he can use Tyreek Hill. He doesn't need Tyreek Hill. And so, long story short, I got Kansas City winning and I got Usher making uh, uh, one of the most memorable top five performances in Super Bowl history. Hey, I, I second that. I second that, brother. All right. Well, you got our predictions. Ben, who are you, who are you rooting for? Niners Kansas or- City, baby. Kansas City. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to see on Sunday. It's going to be weird for me because I'm going to be like flying and trying to watch the game on the plane and come to Milwaukee. So anyway, y'all stay tuned as we wrap up our Truth Be Told with DT and Telly for today. We're going to leave you with our Truth of the Matter and get y'all ready for nine more hours of live consecutive Black Talk Radio. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Stay tuned. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. T and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You y'all know what it is, Truth Nation! This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly! Your boy Ben Jammin, and this is Truth of the Matter. All right, Truth Nation, it's Friday. My Truth of the Matter is this. Have a great, amazing weekend. That's all I got for y'all because, look, we didn't brought y'all the chair of the Democratic National Committee, Jamie Harrison, Patrick Muhammad, one of our beloved black farmers in this country doing amazing things, as well as our sister, Deanna Harper, from uh, an amazing doula who is leading doulas of color here in the state of Wisconsin. So I'm good, y'all. My truth of the matter is go be great. You deserve it. Love y'all. Yeah, yes, and my truth of the matter is I'm going to keep it quick and real light and positive as well. Go and have yourself a great Super Bowl weekend. Enjoy yourself. And always remember, and it was one thing that uh, Brother Patrick uh, reminded me of, when you're good to people, people will be good to you regardless. And so you treat people the way that you want to be treated, it'll always come back around. And I so much appreciate 
uh, brother Patrick Muhammad joining us, as well as Jamie Harrison. And uh, uh, is it Deanna Stark? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I say her name right. Okay, yes, yes, yes. So uh, make it a great weekend uh, and, and do something that brings you joy. All right. Y'all heard it here. Have a great weekend, Truth Nation. Up next, Sherwin Hughes. We love y'all, and we'll see you back on Monday. Stay tuned.